1: Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Monday evening with you as we get ready for, again, another episode of AEW Dynamite coming up this Wednesday. Actually live from Columbus, Ohio this week. And, of course, check out Rampage On Friday nights, we've had such a great relationship with the folks over at AEW. We head out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. We talk to AEW superstar. She, of course, is the TBS women's champion. Jade Cargill joining us here. And, uh, Jade, thank you so much for spending a few minutes in Atlanta with us this evening.
2: No problem. Thank you for having me, John. So,
1: look, you were an outstanding athlete in high school and in college. How did wrestling come about? How did you get involved in in the sport of wrestling?
2: You know, I believe that wrestling found me. It's something that if you would have told me five years ago, hey, you're going to be a professional wrestler, I probably would have started laughing, laughing very hard. Um, but Mark Henry actually found me. We have a mutual friend. And then the story just goes out from there. It lit a fire under my butt. And it's fun. It's, it's incredibly fun. Where else can you go curse people out and you know, it's, it's work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Understand. Now you do have some Atlanta connections. You trained, uh, at the face-to-face wrestling school with my guy, Richard. I've done a lot of stuff with those folks uh, over the years. Tell me a little bit about that experience going and actually training. I mean, tell me a little bit about getting hooked up with face-to-face wrestling.
2: Yes. So actually Mark Henry was the one who told me to go to this gym with Ted, um, Teddy as well. He's there. Um, it was a great experience they didn't want to give me too much they just wanted to run spots and um give me a move set because they knew wherever i was going that obviously they would transform me into into whatever habit that they have going on so they never gave me too much at face-to-face with richard and um teddy long so it was just the foundation of what was going to come next it was a great experience I met some amazing people that if I had not went there first I would have never gained a more insight and more appreciation for where I began at AEW
1: yeah it's pretty funny because you've come out of there Sean Dean is a guy who did some shows uh with them it is pretty cool the connection that they've had so um I mean to your point You know, it is interesting. I always love asking wrestlers this question. So those first few times, taking flat back bumps, running the ropes, I know you were a great athlete, but, you know, taking those bumps is a little bit different than probably anything Mm -hmm. you've ever done, right?
2: Yes. um, There's nothing that can get you prepared for it. You just got to take it. um, And it's something that your body has to get acclimated to. Uh, Hitting the ropes, I was very – Um, naive. And I thought, you know, this is this is easy. Like this is springy ropes, This is a trampoline. And it's not a trampoline at all. The ropes are made of cable and tubes. The ground is made out of floorboards and a thin mat. So it's nothing like I woke, like I said, the first time I ever went to a tryout, I woke up the next morning and covered in bruises. I hate ice baths. And I was begging for ice (laughs) baths after the first day. Jade
1: Cargill, AEW TBS Women's Champion, joining us here on the waitfor.com hotline. It it is funny because I've talked to folks that have been athletes in all different walks of life, and, you know, you never really get used to the idea of of dropping on your back, and when you talk to people that were amateur wrestlers, you know, they were always taught to never go on your back, so it it is a culture shock, isn't it? Did you kind of build up some calluses, you know, after getting through it, or, I mean, do you still... You know, did it still kind of feel after you know some time there that you know, hey, listen, this 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 isn't this isn't what some people think that it is.
2: It's not what anybody would think it is. This stuff hurts. It's real. <laughs> it, it's real. You can't you can't stop gravity. You're taking a jump from the top turnbuckle. You can't stop gravity. I don't care where you land, how gracefully you try to land, you're gonna land, and it's gonna hurt. Um, but it was all an experience, something that. I appreciate and something that, I mean, I'm the one giving the bumps here. I give people bumps. So I have to obviously take bumps myself in the ring and just get used to taking those flat back bumps. It never gets easy. Your body just gets acclimated, but you go about two weeks without taking a bump, then you're going to feel that bump the next time you go in that ring. Um, It's just something that you have to keep up and um, keep at it.
1: Jade, women's wrestling in general is at such a great place right now, and you have so many star performers across all promotions. Tell me a little bit about how much better the women's division within AEW has gotten over these last couple of years since you've been there.
2: So we're a three-year-old company. I believe it's growing. I believe that people are listening to what we would like, and I think fans are coming along and starting to understand the progression. We have, I mean, a rock star roster it's just the means of putting the pieces together and molding it and, and taking off from there. Um, we get one match a show, so we're fighting for a position that can be tough. Um, but when we go out there, we try our best to perform and um, show why we should be on TV. And like I said, we got a rock star roster, and it's going to continue to get better. It's our third year. We're experimenting here and there, and we're putting all the parts together.
1: AEW TBS Women's Champion, Jade Cargill, joining us here in the waitfor.com hotline. Don't forget, AEW Dynamite coming up this Wednesday, live from Columbus, Ohio, and of course, cast Rampage on Friday nights as well. So when are we going to see you in the, you got the TBS Women's Champion. When do we start to see you in the mix for the AEW Women's Championship?
2: Oh, no. I don't know, John. I'm hoping, see, I want to take my time. I want (laughs) to take my time. I respect women's wrestling. So I don't want to just go up there and just take it all right away. You know, I want I want a challenge to be presented, presented in front of me that makes it well worth it. And, I mean, at the end of it, I cry, you know. So I don't want to take anything prematurely. I want to work for this. I want to grind, and I want a real threat. I can go up there and take it right now if I wanted to. That's not something I want to do. I want it to be a challenge. I want it to be something where – it's a rocking a hard place. Yeah, so you, you want to be fair. Give me right? Time. yeah. You'll you, be there. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't want to just take it then right. that makes the women's division look, you know, a certain type of way. So let me get my feet wet, let me at least get waist <laughs> deep and I'll be going for that belt.
1: How much more comfortable have you gotten when it comes to cutting promos? That's such a big part of, of getting, you know, your personality and everything over to an audience. How much more comfortable have you gotten with the idea of cutting promos?
2: So being that my first time ever coming kind to of promo, I didn't practice. I just went on stage and I did it. And this was national TV. Um, I've gotten way more comfortable being that I can put myself into my character. And my character is just an extension of myself. So I just can say the most outlandish stuff because I'm portraying something to an audience. I've gotten way more comfortable. I was working with Mark Sterling. And at the time um, when I was working with Mark Sterling, you know, he the way he would focus and cut promos, I mean, the man was I, I've never seen somebody just so focused on their craft. So I started watching him and watched how he was cutting his promos and how he would direct it and what he needed to get across and when he would put this and insert this into it. Because we don't have coaches. We just do what we have to do. They give us pinpoints that we have to hit, but we have to we do this all of our own muscle. So I've gotten way more comfortable because, one, I know I'm going to be on TV. I might as well get used to it, and I might as well get as comfortable, buckle up and get as comfortable as possible. But, you know, I'm growing. I took took promo classes in college, and that's about it. So what you see is nothing but raw material. I've gotten way more comfortable, to be totally honest, I am way better live. I can cut a promo live because I know I cannot do this over. Um, so I've gotten way comfortable. I love promos. Now that's the easy part.
1: You know, and, and I think that's one of the things that folks love about AEW is that it doesn't have that scripted kind of feel you guys and gals, you get a chance to just kind of speak from the hip. I mean, you know, within certain, I'm sure bullet points and boundaries and things like that, but still though, I think that's the thing is that. Look, all the greatest promos in the history of wrestling were not scripted promos. They were people speaking, you know, from the heart or off the cuff or what yeah. So, You know, I think that's one of the things that, that we love about the show is just do you feel that sense of freedom and comfort to be able to express yourself and, and be the character that you want to be because of all that?
2: Yes, I mean, obviously, um, this is going into my second year, so I don't have all the answers. You know, I need guidance. I would probably be bringing reality TV to wrestling, you know, if I was going off the hinges. I, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable in the sense. But, for example, a great example was Ricky Starks. He cut a, an amazing promo last Dynamite. And all of, all of that came from the heart, literally came from the heart. Great promo, just being himself got what he needed to get over and got himself over, got his opponent over, got everything he wanted to say out, you know? And this is a man that's been working his butt off for years, but he was able to speak his heart and say what he needed to say in that moment. And there was no script. And of course there was bullet, like a guide that he had to follow as far as to get what he needed to get. But that was all him. And me seeing that, just shows the power and the the control we have to say what we need to say and get our character across so fans understand what we're feeling in that moment and I appreciate that
1: Jade last thing for you I know you've said before China was an inspiration for you as far as you know bringing yourself into wrestling and things like that and some people have made that comparison about Goldberg just because of your winning streak and things like that have you kind of embraced the idea of being you know, a China Goldberg type of personality and character and just things that they represent. Are you kind of seeing yourself as AEW's version of them?
2: So I love what these two phenomenal, phenomenal people represent. Strength, beauty, posture, dominance. Just running through people with asserted like I love what they represent. I'm my own person, however. I can take the, these attributes from these amazing wrestlers but I myself I'm Jay Cargill I have um a different path than both of these phenomenal people um I'm continuing continuing to grow I'm continuing to get better um but, I mean China was a force to reckon with again she's a role model um, I don't think she gets as much appreciation as she should I believe she should get way more flowers than what she has right now um but this is just an extension of her legacy You know, that has been passed down. And that's what I want to do. I want to have I want to be the steps for a young girl who see me on TV and she's like, hey, she made me appreciate my body or she showed me strength and power. I want to be that, you know, and grace. I want to be that. I want to be that confident woman. And that's what I've seen China as. And I just built on it from what I've created here at AEW. Well she, and building.
1: well, she is the AEW TBS Women's Champion. You can check her out on Dynamite on Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, and, of course, Friday night on Rampage as well as part of AEW Wrestling. Jade Cargill joined us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Jade, really appreciate spending a few minutes uh, in Atlanta. Great story. Continued success uh, to you. Uh, I want to see you get in the mix for the AEW Women's Championship, but that's just me. That's just me speaking <laughs> off the cuff. So uh, good luck to you, and uh, look forward to talking with you again.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: You got it. John Truckery. We will be back. Sports rating after the game in the Odyssey.com app.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.